Hi, y'all. Welcome to Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. This is Bonnie coming your way, and that with me is Karen. And I'm the hey, y'all, because supposedly I have an accent, and someone said they thought I'd look like Minnie Pearl. And then yesterday, (laughs) we were driving on the Natchez Trace and passed a statue of Minnie Pearl. Wow. There's a statue. And then it has like a paper thing hanging down for the tag. So it's stone and papery thing. There's no way it can be paper. Well, I've manifested it. No, it <laughs> was like blowing around with the wind. It's got to be like a metal aluminum dog tag or something like that it if it's be. out in the elements. So we'll let me just shit all over your funny story. <laughs> um, well, because you believe in manifesting, maybe I manifested it. <sighs> I will give you a list of things I've manifested. <laughs> I'm so powerful that I made a stone mini pearl show up. (laughs) Please rate and review us. And then also review us. We love to see the reviews, and we use it in our marketing. We hand it over to the PR firm, and they do some complicated (laughs) jazz. And the next thing you know, they have it cut and pasted on our stories. Um, So another thing that you and I are excited about is that we're working with Illuminidals, which I think we already said last week. You know, we don't have sponsors per se. We just have listeners. So we wanted to give something back that you and I actually really love, and we have, and Illuminidals is so fun. And I forgot that I also got... For Christmas, I got my daughter um, the Harry Styles one, and then we got some of the air fresheners that have uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg as little Does Illumin Idols sell those as well? Yeah, and they sell koozies and face masks and But the main Illumin Idol product that we're talking about, in case you weren't listening last week, and get it together, people, because (laughs) you're expected to listen to every single word, um, are about like eight-inch high cylindrical glass candles, and they are generally part of the Catholic faith where you light a candle for something that you're praying on. Um, But these, instead of having religious figures on the front, have maybe uh, David Cross wearing a big robe and holding a lamb or something like that, or Tina Fey, like the one Karen has, or Roger Federer, which is, you know, a point of contention. really happy about. That's fine. They have a cute, like, even the Jane Fonda one, but... Did you know they have a Wonder Woman one with the original Wonder Woman? Linda Carter. (laughs) That's right. They have Alec Trebek. I mean, they really do have everyone. They do Um, have a lot of selection. So, yeah. So what we're going to do is uh, because people sponsor us by um, giving to us uh, all their tithing and in return, they get two amazing newsletters. Uh, We've only 
done one um, a month, and we're just going to give away a candle from Illuminidals of their choice to one of our people who sponsor us every month. And speaking of tithing, if somebody only makes $70 a month and they give us seven, don't do that. Why? We we really don't want seven if all you're bringing home is 70. But what if it's 71 (laughs) or 72? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, hopefully, um, yeah. So we're using tithing in a jokey way. Of course, (laughs) because if we weren't, um, you do, you might want to apply for another job. Because that is, that's pretty. And we might want to be considered, you know, leaders of some kind of organized something or other. Ooh. Evil. (laughs) Organization is evil. So then there is something called court, which has no you in it. Only me. (laughs) Um, It's Uh a C-O-R-T, the Conference on Religious Trauma. It's May 11 through 16. And Karen was telling me that it is a virtual event. Yeah, it's the first one, I think, and because it's virtual, that really, of course, helps everyone, but the keynote speaker is Alice Grexkin. She was uh, an actress, and you'll probably recognize her face, and she's, I mean, she's pretty ugly, but if you squish your eyes, then, you know, she's palatable. Who are we talking about? I'm reading um, <laughs> her book right now, which I really love. I know she's just gorgeous. Um, oh, and I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Mandisa Thomas is going to be there. Dan Barker. People are going to know some of these names. Dave Warnock, who I know because um, we're from the same place. Uh David Hayward, who is the Naked Pastor, who does all those great cartoons. Okay. I was thinking the Naked Cowboy when you started saying the word naked, and he just just got arrested in Miami, so. Did he? Yeah. Oh. So he goes from New York to Miami during the winter months also? (laughs) I guess so. Like the birds. Yeah. And then my idol, um, the... The Rick Ross, who is not who most people would think, but this is the cult expert, Rick Ross. And our listeners can get a discount. I'm going to put the Conference on Religious Trauma, um, their registration in the details under this, and just put in POD15, and you'll get 15% off. I wonder how serious it's going to be. I mean, are we going to be persona? We were not asked. (laughs) (laughs) There was, we have not been invited nor to to speak nor attend. But that doesn't mean that we don't know that there's serious things out there. Of course. And I think, yeah, I think that. It's going to be really great. There are a lot of other speakers. And, you know, it's also just a good place to be like, oh, where are, quote, my people? And then there you go. You know what we're going to talk about today, people? No. It is is demonic TV (laughs) or maybe more like um, restricted TV. 
Yeah. So we put out a tweet a little while ago about, you know, what were you not allowed to watch? And we've discussed this a little bit, but it really blew up and we are fascinated with all of it. Um, Bonnie got to watch everything when she was six. She was watching Cinemax and Stop that. Um, shooting uh, marijuana. <laughs> um, but I was just discouraged from watching the shows where people yelled at each other. Now, I could watch some of the ones like <laughs> The Love Boat, where I never knew why all the women were going in the docks room in the evening, <laughs> um, never to be seen again. I would like to know an example of a show where people yelled at one another. All in the Family. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, that was a big one. They didn't like that. I so, bet they didn't like any of the Norman Lear <laughs> no, exactly. uh, family of shows. Okay. Anytime it was like the he's Jeffersons, coming out with. I bet nope. they didn't like the Jeffersons. You know what? I could watch the Jeffersons. Really? Um, yeah. And it wasn't like I couldn't. It was more that I, you know, it was like, oh, don't watch that. And then it affected me because in our house, we don't. We never, like, yelled or even raised our voice, and it's the same in my house now. And when I hear, like, people do that as a natural way of talking, I get very anxious, which I shouldn't, but it's just, that's the way I was raised, which means I will force it on my children and their (laughs) children, and it shall go on and on. Well, I did grow up in a house where there were raised voices, and it still makes me nervous when people (laughs) behave like that today, because that also bleeds over into the workplace. And I think, okay, what you do at home and what you do at work are very different. And so you should not yell in the work environment. And when it happens... It mm-hmm. flips me out. Yeah, with me too. Yeah. Um, there should be just kind of a pretense that happens <laughs> in work. And, yep. you know, family, you can let it all. That's the thing. It's so funny. Your family and mine are very different in that, um, like, we would just, we would hash it out and talk it out and forgive each other, of course, but it was always... Um, it was always out there, you know, yeah. the feelings mine were was, out there and heated and yeah. Mine was very, um, okay, you need to walk away and think about this and calm down and then we'll discuss it rationally, you know? So the idea that anger wasn't rational was, oh, I can just, it's Karen's therapy time. This will go on for three hours. Let me tell you everything from when I was two. But, you know, none of it was uh, with bad intentions. And that's what's so fascinating about all of it. Right. Um, But I was not allowed to be sad sometimes or angry sometimes. And uh, it was, yeah, everybody gets messed up in childhood. And then... You know, it just depends on which tricks you're equipped with to fix things when you get right. older. Or use them to manipulate others. Sure. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, 
So I was watching one of my murder shows, and something came up that was really fascinating. I won't get into the murder. It wasn't a murder. It was torture. Okay. So it was bad. and <laughs> It was bad. <laughs> and it included homeschooling. And we're going to read the answers about what you weren't allowed to watch on TV from a lot of people who were homeschooled. And... This program was talking about people who were homeschooled, and someone made such a clever thing I hadn't thought of that when you have all your kids at home, especially if you have, you know, more than one or two, to keep the chaos down is when you really up the discipline and control. Right. So it's, you know, no shocking matter while— a lot of kids who were homeschooled also experienced some really damaging, you know, discipline and hard and fast rules that it didn't matter if you were 15 or two, you both had to, you know, obey the same thing because it was easier. Doesn't it seem like homeschooling should be more like, all right, today for history, we're going to watch Downton Abbey. You're going to learn about the Titanic going down. <laughs> um, homeschool should be all about, let's put on a show that that explains it. Show? We're going to watch totally... it on the sofa. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this writer and he homeschooled his kids. But he was like, yes, so for art last year, we went to Italy. And I'm like, okay, never mind. We're not talking about (laughs) the the same issues here. For Um, art. (laughs) Okay, by the way, when a friend and I travel together, frequently we, um, uh, we are shamed by the fact that we don't like to go to museums that much. We'll go to some. But yeah. not like other people do. And so uh, what we do find interesting, though, is going to, like, um, a Costco, maybe in a different country. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so every time we talk to each other, like, when this pandemic is lifted, we're going to every goddamn Costco in Europe. <laughs> so uh, that was fun watching this blow up and read the random TV shows that people were mentioning that were off limits in their households. So we can just bring up shows yep. that people brought up. Yep. And, you know, I totally think media influences you. Yes. There's no arguing with that. Like, we know it. And that can be books. That can be music. Everything. Which also means if you're in a depressed state, switch your music. That's all you need to do. Um, (laughs) That's all, people. (laughs) You're welcome. Plus, yes. Plus intense therapy and medication. Uh. So, but we were, like, surprised at the answers, and some that said, well, I'm old, I couldn't watch Dukes of Hazard or Sonny and Cher. I'm like, that's sort of amazing, because we remember those shows, and there wasn't the kind of, um, like, organized these shows are bad situations right. as there is now. Right. We were kind of, uh, we were under the authority of our parents 
and maybe they hadn't be, been told yet that Daisy Dukes could be racy. Or, or that, you know, on my favorite murder, Karen Kilgariff always talks about it was the 80s. Our parents didn't care about us. We <laughs> did everything. We played outside till dark. We sort of watched what we wanted. You know, there wasn't like a suit. There was no helicopters. Right. Um, yeah. Growing up as a daughter of a single mom, divorced, who did not start a band with me, by the way, <laughs> I thought, okay, everybody else's family is a perfect family unit. And they hmm. were more Leave it to Beaver and um, my, what's the one with the dad? <laughs> what's the uh, father? Knows father best. Knows Best. Or, you know. Let's, let's circle back to that. Yeah. So I thought that everybody was like that. And I remember the day when I went to somebody's house and went into their drawer and saw that they had two different patterns of silverware. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Because in my mind, everybody was neat and orderly and dressed well and this and that and just tied up perfectly with a bow in other households but mine. That's interesting that that's where you saw the crack. That's where I saw the crack. <laughs> in Karen's kitchen. Was that's it yours? No, I don't think so. But. <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, my dad, when he retired as a physician, he didn't ever tell us this stuff. But he got a call late at night from another friend um, saying, hey, can you come down to this hotel? I need another person here with me. And it was the actor, the father, Father Knows Best, was suicidal. And so, Aww. you know, the irony, and he, he didn't kill himself that night, um, but the irony of all of, like, their, you know, the shades are up now. Now we see what's behind everything. And what is behind all these fun things that people can and can't watch were two different things. One was the satanic panic mm -hmm. of the 1980s, which we've touched on a bit. And um, people, like, started seeing Satan and everything. And everyone started grouping together, like, uh-oh, this is going to infiltrate our kids. Um, and then the joining together of something called the Parents Television Council, also known as PTC. <laughs> and it was founded by a conservative Christian guy in 1995. And then in 1998, the comedian and the Tonight Show host Steve Allen joined as the chairman. I did not realize that. Yeah, I, I don't know how much they were conservative. You know, how crazy did they get? I think they really um, started. Oh, and, and looking uh, at your notes, I just got my answer. <laughs> yes. So they were very, you know, uh, they started the whole thing of family hour where you knew these shows aren't going to be on until later and... You know, they had a lot of advertising that went with that. Um, but they criticized, yeah, Allie McBeal because people were sleeping with each other. Dawson's Creek, same thing. Ellen, which oh. actually when she came out, 
And this is also the Ellen show, you know, not the Ellen DeGeneres show. Not the talk um, show or yeah. sitcom. Yeah, they actually had like different canceled areas when she came out for gay that wouldn't show it. Friends. Um, and one of the people on the board, which I find is fascinating, is Billy Ray Cyrus was a board member. Mm-hmm. And what is the main person that PTC goes after these days? But his daughter, and I'm wondering how that convo goes, because... His daughter now, or as Hannah Montana? um, What you said is such a sinful situation there, because (laughs) his daughter in real life was Hannah Montana. He wasn't. Yeah. What? Miley. I thought she had a black wig and was Hannah Montana with one black wig. Black wig? What? You're going to get hate mail. It wasn't black. Was it white? Blonde? Yes. Well, so what was her regular life? Brown? I think it was pretty much the same. <laughs> it was just styled. It was just a pair of glasses that yeah. she put on and off. <laughs> she had the oh. fake nose. But the PTC came out when she was going to do that halftime show and um, sent out a big, like, warning, like, we know this is going to be bad. Um, so they're very active now and really uh, criticize and try and take down different shows and I mean, they went everywhere. They got involved with the wrestling circuit and then, you know, on-flight TV shows, everything. Their hand is there. I would guess it's just to give some kind of um, guidance to parents. It is. That's got to be all. Um, And, you know, my mom could have benefited probably from knowing about some of the shows to not, you know, set me loose watching. Yeah. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad, but it does have, uh, it's always like, you know, when censorship comes, it's always who is doing the deciding and what's their background and what is seen as things. But that's when I think a lot of it started going crazy and People started saying certain things weren't just inappropriate, but they were demonic because some parents had to go even further. So let's read some of the ones that people couldn't watch. Let me just also ask you, uh, did your parents ever see the movie Grease? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah? And they were okay with that? I think so. It's okay. So we saw Greece when we were 10 because that's right. how old we are, people. Great. <laughs> yep. Although we don't look at it all. Um, so my other college roommate, besides you, she's got kids. And every year I would just kind of check in, like, hey, has, has your daughter seen Greece yet? No, I just don't know when it's going to be appropriate for her to deal with the whole pregnancy thing. And I'm like, Okay, all right. (laughs) So every year I would check in, and somehow I missed the year where she got to see it. And now it's just part of, you know, her life that she has seen Greece. But it took her forever to let her kids see it. 
Well, when my girls watched it, my oldest was like, what kind of shit is this? What? He liked her for who she was, but then she changed to definitely more revealing different side to get him back. And she's, you know, so like it doesn't translate to today at all. They, it was the gift of the it. Magi. He changed yeah. for her and she changed for him. And then you just know that they met in the middle and didn't really know each other that well because it was the 50s and had a lot of babies and probably got divorced. And now they're both really happy. Yeah. That's Anyhow, <laughs> she probably moved back to Australia. <laughs> and now he's with Rizzo. So everybody. I saw, and I saw her in an um, airport. She's beautiful. Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Sure. By us. Of course. I know. So. Okay. So some popular ones that people said was That's So Raven, which we just talked about on the last episode. And uh, because what? So she had mystic powers or no? She, she had... was a psychic. I forgot that. Okay. She would do this eye thing and then she'd see into the future. But people are like, I don't know if it was the psychic stuff or, you know, maybe there was a bit of racism there. Don't know. Hmm. It seems like it's the magic power stuff, given all the other shows that people are listing that they couldn't watch. Yeah. Except for um, one woman, and I love this guy's comment. Let's see if you talk about it, too. Okay, we've got a big one is the Smurfs. So I looked up the Smurfs because I really wanted to understand it. And there are so many reasons. One, they were seen as communist because <laughs> they, uh, they, they labored for the common good. There was no money. The individual liberty took a backseat to the needs of the collective. Um, and then... There was also the idea of witchcraft, and I even found that a former Massachusetts state senator, Sandy Martinez, said Harry Potter, the Smurfs, and the Care Bears were responsible for destigmatizing the occult and making youngsters fall prey to witchcraft. Really? So there was and Bewitched had nothing to do with that? Neither did right. I of Genie, Sabrina comic books? Yeah. Well, okay. I'm sure they, they jumped on those two. But I also read something that the Smurfs were blue, and that's the color of corpses. So Okay. Yep. Um, Got a lot of issues, yeah. Um, I do love that there's some gathering every year where everybody dresses as Smurfs. I want to say it's in the <laughs> Netherlands where they, you know, originated or something like that. There's Where a festival. they're the happiest countries. Yeah, in the world. I know. Don't yeah. don't even. Um, and uh, also, the the Papa Smurf was like a wizard, and so there was well, some kind of there was Gargamel too. Yeah, who's like that thing? But yeah. So let's see, um, Raven. A lot of Smurfs. We heard so many s- Smurfs. Then a lot of people said the Cosby Show, and so they're they pointing were not out, you know, to watch Cosby. No, we have a lot of racism that's going to come up. <laughs> so the Cosby Show, I have from two people here back to back. Now they could watch Little House on the Prairie uh, and Whitey you know, McWhiteville. 
Right. Um. But not the Cosby show. Um, people were like, they could watch Wild Kingdom. And people were like, uh. yeah, Wild Kingdom. Yep. Nature and shows. S- A lot of nature shows were A-OK. Yeah. And this person said, um, you know, they didn't have cable uh, back in the day. And there were only three main channels. So they could, it depended what they watched, but nothing with black main characters. I know. That was crazy. I, that was the one that struck me, too. Um, and that, it, the, the I think, I was it? It didn't say that it, that blamed that person. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I just got a Steven. toy thrown at me. <laughs> Martha, come on. Okay. Um, that is crazy. I'm not allowed to watch any shows with black main characters. Yeah. I watched the Jeffersons and... Uh, good Times. But you know, I watched a little bit of the Good Times... They could be a little argumentative, uh, so parents didn't love that. Lots of people are young, so they said Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Don't understand Power Rangers, Wait, Harry Potter, but Digimon. Hang on, what? there's one guy that explained it. Pokemon. It was because they were demonic. Okay. He gave the arrow with all of them, explaining mm. why. So Pokemon was demonic. Ask yeah. me another one. <laughs> Uh, you can say the next ones. Oh, uh, Rugrats, they were rebellious. Yes. They never bathed. <laughs> they didn't? <laughs> I think they were Rugrats. <laughs> they were, uh, they were all, all pig pen from Charlie Brown with That's the right. swirl of the smoke following around <laughs> Um, the one that I got or that were was listed so many times, Simpsons, for the same reason, because yeah, they yeah. were rebellious kids. Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense because they came out when they started coming out with cartoons that everyone knew were at the adult time. Right. You know, and they were trying to be like, hey, don't watch this. I told you I babysat for these super Christian kids, super Christian parents, let's say that. Um, and they weren't allowed to watch the Power Rangers. Nope. Yeah. Power Rangers. I think that's not who I mean. I mean the Ninja Turtles or the Simpsons. And so one day the boy came home with art from art class where he had perfectly drawn, uh, Simpson, the kid, Bart Bart Simpson? Simpson, wearing the Mutant Ninja Turtles outfit. <laughs> like his... He I'm going to combine getting, the two things that I'm I've got to get it in. Art class is 50 minutes is my time. <laughs> if it's I can't watch time. pornography, I'm going to draw it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember on The Simpsons, um, one of the things that was the big catchphrase was eat my shorts. And that so, is rude. It's rude. That is rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think there was a lot going on with the same thing that my parents, like, that's disrespectful. Yeah. You know, or whatever, Um, which I can get because I wouldn't let my daughter, when she was super young, watch Powderpuff Girls because I saw the girl pick up a cat and throw it. (laughs) And we had a cat, and I'm like, this is not going to happen. We're not, I'm just hide it from her for now. 
Well, and okay, so based on what you said, I love it because I I also noticed a lot of the comments here were we weren't allowed to watch this, this, and this except this thing because my parents liked it. We were allowed to watch, and so like you wouldn't have restricted your kids with things, but oh, once you throw a cat, it's all right, over. Right, off it goes is. the television. It's all about what you liked or. Who played the cute character in it? Um, well, this guy, uh, speaking of The Simpsons, um, one of the guys said, I remember as a small child getting a Bart Simpson skateboard for Christmas from my grandpa, not knowing who Bart Simpson was and having to exchange it because he was the devil. And all oh. I knew was it was something my grandpa gave me. It's <laughs> so sad. Although that's probably safe because I chipped my tooth skateboarding right there. So um, maybe, you know, you can think of it as you have better teeth. Well, he just got Um, a different skateboard, you know, (laughs) with um, Ronnie James Dio on it or somebody. Who is that? Some satanic-esque singer. Um, I should have said um, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, there you go. That's who I know. Someone else. (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) I love meatloaf. Someone else said that there was an incident where uh, their stepfather took them and the younger brother to the movies to see Bed of Roses, which Christian Slater was in. And yes, Christian Slater was really cute when he was a youngie. Um, And during and after the movie, he made us recite all the things that were wrong with it. Which, that came out pretty much, too. I don't know where it is, but someone wrote that on their TV was a little sign that says, remember, Jesus is watching, too. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, wow. Oh, my God. I remember, I I, I feel like I'm throwing my mom under the bus here, but she called ahead. Uh, (laughs) She called ahead the movie theater, asked if Saturday Night Fever would be appropriate for me to go to. And the person. Someone just yelled (laughs) no. (laughs) No, the person said, I think it's okay. (laughs) So. Yep. I remember going, and when things in there would be wildly inappropriate, I would just get up and walk out into the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept saying, my toes are cold. And so anytime since then, you know, if something makes me uncomfortable <laughs> with the morality right. of it, oh, did your toes get cold? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to see somebody stripping and dancing or their boobs out (laughs) (laughs) right next to my mother oh and let me tell my other favorite story from saturday night fever so i didn't know what was going on because i was young and tony john travolta was gonna dance with this girl who had a crush on him and she figured oh well if we're dancing together for this dance competition we're gonna make it with each other that meant (laughs) you know and so he said are you fixed? And she's like, what, what? And that meant like, are you on the pill or something? And she wasn't. And so he rejected her. So she comes back and finds him a couple days later at the dance hall. And she goes, Tony, we can make it now. And she opens her hands. And I was like, why is she giving him all these lollipops? And it was condoms. But oh. when I was a kid, I'm like, 
How do lollipops go into making? I will never take another lollipop from Jimmy sitting next to me in P.E. I ain't going to have no baby. So somehow lollipops mean, oh, yeah, we can make it. Right. I remember, like, seeing shows and feeling physically dirty, like, if they were bad in some way or I knew I probably shouldn't be watching this, even if, you know, it was pretty innocent and I understood what was going on, I'd just be like, oh, I feel, like, physically shamed or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Every time I Um, would see boobs in a movie when I was a kid, I was like, oh, no, no, no. kid, another five days of shame. Never Um, a penis. (laughs) Never. Someone, right, someone uh, named Jimmy, looks like a female, said bewitched because, you know, a witch. (laughs) And then she wrote, I couldn't eat Count Chocula either. (laughs) That was just because of the sugar, honey. (laughs) And then someone said they couldn't watch The Big Bang Theory either because it was about evolution or sex. Either one. Well, I mean, the main main characters are scientists, so. Yeah. That ruins the whole thing. Uh, Someone wrote MTV was verboten in my house because Motley Crue might turn me gay. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the opposite of what Motley Crue is going to turn you. (laughs) Um, But speaking of gay, I do like this one. Somebody said, um, my mom would do the same at any hint of a homosexual character, followed by a, I think I'm going to throw up. To her credit, though, she's moved way past this and become very accepting of other cultures and lifestyles now. And that's so true. My my mm-hmm. mom has totally changed. And I hope for everyone's sake that I continue to evolve as if I could be more perfect. But <laughs> uh, I just love that somebody gives their mom the props for changing. Yeah. That's and sweet. And you know what? TV, I think, is a huge reason. Like, it is representation. You yeah. know, you do get desensitized to seeing homosexuality and then gay couples and then social media. And soon you're just like, okay, now I want to learn because I want to just be a good person. Yeah. Um, and I also loved this one. It says, my dad's a hippie Christian. <laughs> and the line was <laughs> shows he deemed mean or stupid. I like that. So the Simpsons, Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead, etc. And then she says, or he says, gays were fine. Magic was fine. He was into Stephen King and I loved horror and fantasy, but he wanted us learning to be kind and useful. There That's you nice. Go. That is. Yeah. Uh, Someone wrote that, again, they couldn't see things that had sexual promiscuity or references to homosexuality, but they couldn't watch Sanford and Sons because they had bad attitudes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Bad attitudes. Sanford and Son. Like, I just, it made me so happy. Um, so, um, speaking of S's, Scooby-Doo, a lot of people said Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. Still baffles me, but I guess they were saying because there were ghosts 
Mm-hmm. And then one person said, well, I explained to my mom that they were never really ghosts. It was always, you know, some criminal under a sheet. Yeah. Um, um, maybe they didn't like the idea of the kids being all together unsupervised in a van. <laughs> and maybe they knew. That is what you should be worried about, parents. <laughs> Why are they in a van? <laughs> But then you had the talking dog, which people said that, like, anything unnatural was also frowned upon. Someone said they couldn't watch All Dogs Go to Heaven because everyone knew dogs didn't have souls, and it was untrue. That's not nice. And don't tell me dogs don't have souls. Break my belief. Someone couldn't watch Sesame Street. A few people couldn't watch Sesame Street. And someone said, why? And... Uh, Sarah Ann said it pushed liberal views on the environment. <laughs> and well, yes, yeah. it is very liberal. But back then, and like, welcoming. how would you even? Oh, my God. Do you remember your brother making fun of how obsessed I was with Sesame Street? He I, mocked the hell out of me when I was a kid. I already had my, you know, bucket load filled of things that he abused me on, so I did not pay attention (laughs) to how he abused others. But Sesame Street came about exactly at the time that we were of the age to be watching it. He's five years older than we are, so he had no Sesame Street. And for that, I I feel bad. (laughs) But... um, the other one that baffles me, the Care Bears. We got a lot yeah. of people saying Care Bears. So, like Car Bars. <laughs> From the Wikipedia, um, uh, the Care Bears, and I, I guess they had some spinoff with cousins, live in the kingdom of caring. I don't like that they used kingdom mm, because that the, sounds a lot the- like Jesus. But ain't the kingdom of God, it ain't anything. And the kingdom of caring, which is made up of Carolot, the home of the Care Bears proper, and the forest of feelings, the home of the Care Bear cousins. <laughs> That's it. That's what they didn't want. <laughs> In 1989, Carol Ashenkazi, oh, I just back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of the yeah, Atlanta her. Journal-Constitution referred to them as the whimsical late 20th century descendants of what we used to know as guardian angels. Angels. Oh, that's right. Because they each have like a name. And then, yeah. And their whole mission. Yep. Their whole mission was to guide small children and protect them from boogeymen. So if Jesus wasn't doing that, you know, the Care Bears were some fake Jesus. Right. So let me get this straight. There's a little kid scared of nightmares. They were just given by their grandfather probably again. A sweet little care bear so that he could sleep with it. And the parents yank it out of the kid's hand and hand them instead the cross with a bloody Jesus. And they're just like, why does he have holes in in his arms? This will be fine. And the care bears started out as, uh, as characters in a greeting card company. They weren't oh, even really? supposed to be this. Ooh, they were just like, up. oh, we need to send a card for somebody who we love. We're going to make a heart bear. 
oh, someone needs to get well, we're going to make syringe bear or whatever. Syringe I don't know. Bear. But there was a dirty soap. needle bear. <laughs> There was a a sunshine on one of their tummies. And anyway, so I I mean, well, that show seems so awful to start with. Right. The parents were probably surprised giving their kids a better education than they realized. Well, my daughter loved the Teletubbies, was like freakishly crazy about it. I remember that. Squealed, wore the Teletubbies outfit. Out shopping and all that. <laughs> I just but like, I like that she could choose that. <laughs> right. And I was like the only mother who let their kids choose their clothes. And sometimes they went out looking crazy. <laughs> uh, but the I read that uh, Teletubbies was another one on people's list because they talked in a language you couldn't understand and it could be demonic. Yep, and remember, one of them was supposedly gay, and so they got a lot of shit for that. But what creeped me out the most was when you explained it to me, because I had no reason to watch Teletubbies, and you're like, and then there's this baby, and (laughs) it comes up with the sun. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? So then I had to find it and see what you were talking about. (laughs) The whole thing made no sense, and I don't know. She was just like... Uh, probably because they looked like toys, and she it was bright. I mean, nice, I'm a bold sucker. primary. And That's it. Yeah. I'm a sucker for that, too. Um, so I like this guy. Josh said, my Baptist Christian school wouldn't let us watch Larry Boy music videos from VeggieTales because <laughs> the asparagus was dancing <laughs> suggestively. <laughs> Uh, and someone <laughs> right and then someone wrote night rider cuz the talking cars are satanic oh good lord <laughs> that's just ridiculous david hasselhoff is but not the car um okay so the other two that i loved uh, sound of music was off limits because what? yep because at one point julie andrews whose husband was Blake Edwards, if you don't remember, who directed the movie 10. Um, but All in right. some movie after 10, she uh, went and bared her breasts. And it oh. was the big the big to-do back in the day where, you know, you have one magazine <laughs> saying, Julie right. Andrews, you're going to see her boobs soon if you go to this R-rated movie. And it was like, yep. America's sweetheart. Oh, my God. And she was even supposed to be America's sweetheart in the movie. And so you did get to see her boobs. And I did feel uneasy about it. <laughs> <laughs> were the hills alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! With the sound of Griswold. Um, <laughs> sorry, nice reference. The other one that I loved. Somebody said game shows were off limits, and um, let's see. Uh, all the, and all game shows because people <laughs> all game shows because people received compensation without <laughs> toil. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so without toil. But just a poor kid knowing the word toil is so terrible. 
terrible. Terrible. And, and you know, at some point, he had to tell his kids, kid friends, like, I can't watch game shows. Right. <laughs> Why? Right. And that's what people say. They're like, how embarrassing. <laughs> like, they'd talk or they'd be like, let's all play Charlie's Angels. And they'd be the girl running behind, just like, yeah, I'll play the dog. I mean, there's not <laughs> there's a dog in it, Julie. But um, for, okay, so if you remember, though, the game shows in the early 70s were pretty racy. So you had, like, the newlywed game where they were yeah. always yeah. talking about making whoopee and what your husband would say if, you know, if you were in this sexual situation. And... Yeah. um uh, and then the jokes were super dirty and double entendre on right. Match Game PM. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why they were really not allowed to watch. Yeah. Do you, did you ever see the blooper? Um, let's see. I can't remember. The woman was dizzy. And the question was, um, what's your... Where's your yes. husband's favorite place to have sex? And she said, in the ass. <laughs> okay. Now moving on. Someone uh, called the walking dad bod, which I love, said, when I was growing up and attending a conservative charismatic church, Disney and Oprah were the literal antichrist. They were going to start a religion and take over the world. I absolutely heard that. Oprah was just, you know, she was new age to be avoided at all costs. And Disney was too. However, Oprah at first was a little more scandalous, like Mari. And yes, so maybe they're talking about that version of Oprah? No. No. It was when they got into discussing your favorite guy, Eckhart Tolle, is when everything I remember that time, because she had on Eckhart Tolle and was like, and Gary Zukov and was like, these guys changed my life. And then the Christian world was like, that's new age. This has been her plan. We can't watch it anymore. But Eckhart Tolle always talks about how he's a fan of Jesus. Not as his savior. I'm sorry. Fan is not enough. Okay, but he um, appreciates the teachings. And those two things can dovetail. You can can use Eckhart Tolle's book and learn why humans are the way they are, and it explains so much, and it's just the best thing ever. It changed my life. And the Oprah one. So someone... Someone write into Bonnie and and tell her why those two concepts <laughs> were not allowed. It they yeah they thought she was evil. You should look up some of the, you know. Well, things. people are also idiots Crazy. because she's black and has yeah. power. Oh, and True. she's a woman, so I don't yeah. know. She's not married. Did you know that? I know, and I, I thought, love like, it. Stedman, I thought, and she's very close to that Gale. I don't know. They say they're that friends. Gail. Let me tell you about this if you don't remember. There was an episode of TV or maybe three episodes where Oprah and Gail drove across the country together. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
So yeah. they get in for the first episode. They sit down, and Oprah's going to drive, and Gail's in the passenger seat, and Gail wants to put on the radio, and Oprah says, no, we're not going to listen to the radio. And she's like, what? What are we going to do driving across the country? <laughs> That's right. And just fucking think. <laughs> so that's when I was like, oh, my God, there's something different about her, because I think a lot of us would put on the radio for distraction. But I really yep. think that Oprah is just naturally more present. It's she unfortunate. Was- <laughs> she fell for the, the whole Meghan Markle thing. What next? Equality? Anyway, um, that's, yeah, that's a joke. So Kristen, Liz, you know, she points out the Simpsons, but also growing pains after her mom found out about a character named Boner. (laughs) (laughs) That's no character. (laughs) (laughs) But that would, uh, you know what? I bet if you told Kirk Cameron that today, it would make him feel guilty. Oh, yes. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm going to leave that to you. Just say, we know of a woman, she was a fine, upstanding Christian 10-year-old, and then she watched (laughs) your crap. Um, Let's see, Uh, we have um, Dino, Witch of the Woods, hey, we know you. Uh, Sesame Street was banned because diversity. Of course. Um, Anything PG-13, of course. Um... R's were fine, R-rated movies, as long as they were patriotic, like The Patriot or Saving Private Ryan. (laughs) As long as they were patriotic and just focused on violence, mostly. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is awesome. (laughs) Remember this tweet? We only had a nine-minute tape that was about septic system maintenance. This is my favorite of left, the whole thing. You behind. have to read it without <laughs> laughing. <laughs> okay. We only right. we only had a nine minute tape that was about. <laughs> we only had a nine minute tape that was about septic system maintenance <laughs> left by the company that installed the tank. We watched that over and over <laughs> as a reward for getting our chores done. <laughs> You've done the toil. Here's the spoil. Oh I know. Everyone was like, are you serious? And the person said yes. And believe me, you and I know how desperate we were for entertainment in some days. So I can see it. <laughs> But he sure can't fix a septic tank. Oh, my God. Nine minutes. <laughs> Nine minutes. Are Someone probably was like, one day I'm going to get out of this place. Are you and chores I'm gonna have I'm going to have a trade. <sighs> Do you have nine minutes to spare? <laughs> Let me show you this tape. Oh, my God. When their friends came over. I wonder if they ever told their friends, like, oh, if you come over and we're good. We yeah. can watch the tape. Um, someone <gasps> named Jeannie said, I remember being t- told E.T. spiritually opened up a door to divorce in our country. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a lot of people couldn't see Will and Grace. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, and the Ninja Turtles were because one of the guys meditates. So, you know, that's not One of the turtles? Yeah. Hmm. He sort of sits. Um, Alice Gretzkin, who we mentioned, is going to be at court. Um, She said Dawson's Creek and My Little Pony. And she desperately wanted to watch them because she couldn't keep up with her peers. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Who do you have a crush on, Dawson or Pacey? <laughs> She'll be like, I've got a crush on the plumber who fixed the septic system. <laughs> his name is Jay. I will know him <laughs> because his name is on his shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone also wrote uh, about the Ninja, Ninja Turtles. They couldn't watch it because... The turtles threw a pizza at the screen and said, give me a break during the theme song. And that was disrespectful and a waste of food. (laughs) And a waste of good food. Oh, my gosh. And people said, like, Arthur, because he had a bad attitude. Um, Not Dudley Moore. Anything that had a Halloween episode. Oh, Well, we uh, thoroughly enjoyed all of this. Please let us know if you snuck any of those shows and you now are, in fact, gay and or not going to church anymore, because then we'll turn you into the parent, uh, the PTC, (laughs) whatever it was. If by any chance... You can find that nine-minute video about (laughs) septic system maintenance. I would love to know if there's something in there that was interesting. No. It was nothing. (laughs) No. It was more like, look, this thing rewinds. Look. There's an there's a person in this box. I mean, they would have known nothing. My gosh, it's so sad. I love Well, that. I'm going to go watch more murder shows. I'm going to watch anything I like. Thanks, people, for listening. I'm going to go try out my new septic system. <laughs> and we will see you right in your funny and true stories. And we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yeah, write your stories. Tell us in explicit detail about that septic system video. Right. Exactly. We want to know. And, you know, I asked that person, please send in this story and gave the link. So you will act surprised when we read it again. And that's the punchline. I can't because if I read it and I'm actually surprised, I will cry and laugh. And it will just be take two, take three, (laughs) take four. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Have a good week, everyone. Bye, y'all.